This show is sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Their city has more plastic fans. But oh I, yeah, yeah. Well, city's like city's like the new. They're the new. Reach. The new, the new hotness. The new, the, the, the nouveau new riche. <laughs> uh, so. All right, let's let's just start this episode two sixty. She can't believe it either, to be honest. Let's freaking do it. She she's very confused. Are you okay? No. One name producer Jackie, are you okay over there? No. What's wrong? No. My bot laner, my ADC just chose NAR. Are you playing a normal? Yes. Can I see this real quick? Folks, we'll get back to you in just one second. More so, more. I don't know what dodge. language they're That's speaking right now. That's a dodge. Anyway, welcome back to the Foreign Fair Podcast. I am Edward Green, joined as always by my calling crime. Wes Bradshaw, and sort of by one name producer Jackie, who still has head in hands, um, not unlike the two of us did the past week in soccer, um, or even, hey, in a better way, after Avengers Endgame, which we'll be talking about later for a long time. Uh, oh, so good. Uh, this is episode 260 of the pod. Uh, we will be talking a little bit about the Premier League. Although at this point, I mean, there's not much left to go over. Um, we do have a few clinching scenarios we can mention uh, as we get to that. Uh, we will discuss a little bit about the Champions League matchups that took place for the semifinal first legs these last two days, and we will also then, uh, like I said, talk Infinity War, or sorry, Endgame, Endgame. Infinity. We're gonna do that as like a whole separate thing, right? We can. Yeah, let's just do a whole separate. Okay. So this this will be a short podcast. You get that? We're gonna give y'all two pods this week for bonus, the price of one. Bonus, bonus, bonus content. Yeah. I love content. Ah, BMO. Um, I just don't know what that means. It's fine. Game, it's okay. so cute. Um, I'm just here. Yeah, all, we all are. Uh, so, of course, always big thanks to NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We never stop. Uh, as well as Alicia's pills and things. Hey. Um, if you want to show someone you love them 3,000, what better way? What better way? What better way 
to show them that than by getting some great swag over at Alicia's Pillows and Things. You can find her great stuff on Facebook as well as on NGSC Sports' main page. So now with that, let's let's hit the football. Um, let's let's go through it. Um, I, again, there's not much to talk about because as we look at this week, everything is pretty much in the same spot where we last left. City is still one point ahead of Liverpool. Both teams keep winning. Nobody wants to finish in the top four outside of that because everybody else keeps dropping points. And Brighton is probably going to stay up. Um, as we look around the league real quick, uh, Bortman, Bortman, Southampton and Bournemouth. It's one of those days, guys. Uh, it's played to a very entertaining 3-3 draw. Callum Wilson picking up his second goal of the match in the 86th minute to bring things level at three apiece and give uh, each team a point in that one. Uh, again, Southampton just about clinched safety anyway. In fact, I actually think they have clinched safety. Um, but yeah, they're safe. So the point was enough. They are good to go. Uh, Crystal Palace and Everton played to a nil-nil draw. It happened. There you go. Uh, two, again, two of the better teams, uh, not in the top six, frankly, maybe even slightly better than that team in sixth. Watford and Wolves played to another fantastic match, just like they did a couple weeks ago in the FA Cup. Uh, Wolves getting the better than this time, uh, 2-1, thanks to goal from Diego Jota, who has been so good for this Wolves team this year. Uh, just again, showing how spending smartly can really help. Uh, Fulham beats Cardiff 1-0. Uh, thanks to a 79th-minute goal from Ryan Babel. Uh, the Tower of Power put one in for Fulham, and they were able to sneak some points out um, on their way out of the Premier League and possibly doom Cardiff to the same fate. Uh, Brighton and Hove got a very important goal, thanks to Pascal Grolb in the 75th minute in their match against Newcastle after Yosi Perez notched his fourth goal in two matches. They initially gave Newcastle a 1-0 lead, but again, Brighton with a very, very important uh, point to get them uh, almost to safety. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it. And then when we look at the battle for fourth, um, <laughs> Leicester beats Arsenal 3-0. Are we, call, uh, are we calling this a battle? Yeah. like the pillow fight for the, fourth. The, the battle royale. Someone must win. Um, Leicester beats Arsenal 3-0. Yuri Tielemans with another goal for Brendan Rodgers' side as he scored just up before the hour mark. Uh, Jamie Vardy also threw in a brace. Uh, Arsenal going down to 10 men uh, as uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Uh, yes, Maitland-Niles uh, picked up his second yellow card of the match pretty early on, right there in the 36th minute. Um, and Arsenal was forced to play the rest of the match down a man. Um, but Leicester just picking them apart. Also on Sunday, Man City beat Burnley 1-0. Aguero scored. That was that. And United draws Chelsea. By the slimmest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think like .12 inches, I think it was said. Yeah, it was like 11 yeah. millimeters or yeah. something like that. That might have been what it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah very... Sweet. Very close. Thanks, Goal Line Technology. Um, it giveth and it taketh away. It does. City, city, city been the city's had a very interesting experience city with replay. Has six points on Goal Line Technology. Really? Well, you think about it. Uh, Stones cleared the ball against Liverpool. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that was. Um, oh yeah. I think it was actually like 
Yeah, it was really it close. Was just, I mean, I can't remember. It was so freaking yeah. minuscule. Mm-hmm. And then they get the goal over here. six-point swing. John Stones. Where, where's that guy? Um, there's, not, your, there's your six-point swing, man. Not really playing We're going to lose this damn race by a point. So. Well, uh, United and Chelsea played to a 1-1 draw, the first half of which was amazing, the second half of which just didn't even need to happen. Uh, Mark Salonzo was the goal scorer for Chelsea in the 43rd minute, while Juan Mata scored in the 11th. Uh, also on Saturday, uh, Tottenham lose their first match in the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as Mikel Antonio scores for, I believe, the fourth straight match against Tottenham uh, with his goal in the 67th minute as West Ham gets the win there. And all the way back to Friday, as we seem to be almost going completely in reverse, uh, Liverpool destroys Huddersfield 5-0. Salah and Mane both with braces after Nabi Keita got the goal scoring started in the first minute. 16 seconds. Yeah. Liverpool's fastest ever Premier League goal. Yeah, that's uh, two straight weeks we've had goals in the first 20 seconds. I forget who did it last week. Oh, God, until you, uh, Shane Long. Yes, that's yeah. right, of Southampton. In seven and a half seconds. Jeez. <laughs> so much fast scoring. I swear this doesn't usually happen. Um, but, yeah, at this point, as we take a look at the table, Man City leads Liverpool by a point. Same as it ever was, same as it ever was, same as it ever was. Uh, Tottenham still up two on Chelsea and four on Arsenal. Um, United right now in sixth place are three back of Chelsea for that fourth spot. Uh, And then at the bottom of your heart, the relegation zone, Brighton and Hove are up four points on Cardiff. All these with two matches to play. Everybody is on equal footing. Um, so real quick, Wes, before we start diving just a little bit into what this means, um, the the following clinching scenarios can take place. Uh, City can actually win the league this week. It would take Liverpool losing to Newcastle, Newcastle uh, as well as City winning. Mm-hmm. If City win their match and Liverpool draw, they will nearly win the Premier League. It will then come down to Liverpool can at most tie on points and then we'll have to make up what would at least be assuming a city one nil win and a Liverpool draw would be a five point goal differential. Um, So that is where the top two take place. Needless to say, Liverpool need to win. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, Tottenham, uh, Tottenham, even with everything going on around them, Tottenham with a win against Bournemouth this weekend will lock up at least top four. If Chelsea drop a point, Tottenham will lock up third. Um, Chelsea, I believe, can also lock up top four with a win and a non-United win and a non-Arsenal win. Uh, Tottenham can also lock up top four, not just with a win, but as long as they equal or better both the results of United and Arsenal. It's yeah, there you go. It, simple to keep it simple. If Tottenham wins, they play Champions League football next year. The yeah. end. Um, almost the same for Chelsea, but not quite. Uh, and then again for Brighton and Hove, as long as they don't lose and Cardiff doesn't win, Brighton will be staying up there again because they're up four points. So Wes, yeah, we're down to the final two weeks of the Premier League season. As as we look at the the table, as you mentioned, Liverpool will be traveling to St James Park to take on Newcastle. Uh, City, that is on Saturday at 2.45. On Monday, City hosts Leicester 
at the Etihad at 3 p.m. for some Sunday night football or Monday night football NBC Sports. All to play for. All to play for in these last two matches. It is. It's, uh, it's the chance for the Brodge. Yes. But the Brodge. <laughs> to finally win a title for Liverpool. The Brodge to, uh, you know, help help complete the job that he once started for Liverpool. Uh, it'll be on Monday. Of course, they play Leicester. Uh, Liverpool got to take care of their own business against, and that's that's not that's not going to be a walk in the park. No, uh, walk in St James Park for that mm-hmm. fact. Is not only they take on Newcastle, but they take on their former uh, manager, the last manager that we truly loved, Rafa. <laughs> Suck so, it, Brodge. Uh, Rafa can do his part to help <laughs> Liverpool win that title as well. That would be awesome. Um, but this this kind of seems like the last true hurdle for Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leicester City beat Man City back in December. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when you look at it this year, two of City's four losses did come to former Liverpool managers. Because they also <laughs> lost to Newcastle. Yes, they did. Oh, oh, no, three, because they lost to Crystal Palace, yeah. too. Yeah. Lost to Roy Hodgson, uh, <laughs> Braj, and... Uh, Rafa. Rafa. So... Oh, my. Oh, well, well, now, actually, they didn't lose to Braz. They lost to a team yes. edge by Braz. So, yeah. if Braz can complete, there it is. can complete the triple crown here yes. and help deliver things. But, I mean, in all honesty and the way things should go, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to come down to 98-97, which is just going to be devastating on all fronts. It's, it's so crazy how this Premier League season has turned out that that these two have been basically in this position – for I believe about the last two, two and a half months of of just one point. Whenever they were equal on matches played, it was always just that one point gap that was there. Um, I, I mean, who does have the, t- the tougher match? I mean, I guess Newcastle is not as good as Leicester. Right. Um, however, it is, as you mentioned, at St. James Park, while City does play at home for whatever that's worth. <laughs> um, Newcastle has been playing better football of late. I wouldn't call it like great or good or anything. Lester, of course, does have a little bit of that new manager bounce still with the Brage. Um, I don't know. Is is there any chance Liverpool doesn't get all three points at Newcastle, or or is it just nope? It's just going to take care of business. We'll see where Liverpool's head is after yeah, this trip that's to true. Catalonia. <laughs> um, you know, it's not a it's kind of a quick turnaround. You know, mm. just have a couple of days now to get ready for. Newcastle and where you got to feel Liverpool are going to be somewhat deflated coming back. But one thing about Liverpool that has shown through this year has been mental toughness. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, understanding the job at hand mm-hmm. and, you know, getting on to the next job. So, you know, if anyone can bounce back from this, you would think, you know, Liverpool would be able to, knowing that there is still something for them to play for right Absolutely. now. Still a huge prize yes. out there for them to play for. Um, and, you know, which truly, at least to the fans, I would mm-hmm. say, is the prize most of them are more interested mm-hmm. in bringing home. Yes. So, you know, if you gave us the choice right now, we'd snap your hand off and take <laughs> that Premier League title. So, um, you know, I, I think Liverpool should be okay against Newcastle. It's going to, at least it's a late start. So it's not, you know, in, mm-hmm. normally Liverpool yeah. would play that 7.30 match. I know. No, that's been us the last two weeks. <laughs> we, we, get, we get that nice little 7.30 slot. Well, that's so, that's so you can get the extra uh, six hours to get ready for your uh, championship. Exactly. That's 
Well, and actually, you know, cattle, we kind of catch the short shrift because we got the short turnaround now. But yes. anyway, you know, whatever, not the end of the world. There. Premier League screwing over Liverpool yet again. It's, it's what it is, but I think Liverpool should definitely be the favorites to walk in and get a victory. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and again, City will be playing uh, Leicester coming up here in this week. Then to, fit, to close off, Liverpool will be playing Wolves on Sunday, May 12th at Anfield. Uh, City will be traveling to Brighton. Um, that may be a Brighton team that is already staying up at the MX. We don't know yet. Um, more, more than likely it will be, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see what kind of fight Brighton does put up at home against City. So it could be a very interesting last two weeks. Still so much to play for. Um, and again, for that top four spot, Tottenham do travel to the Vitality to take on Bournemouth. Again, that's 7.30 this Saturday. Um, elsewhere uh, on Sunday, Chelsea will host Watford. United head to Huddersfield, and Arsenal get Brighton at home. So very important for Tottenham to go ahead and pick up three points, uh, as well as for Chelsea to go ahead and start solidifying those top four slots. Um, on to the Champions League now. The champions. The champions. These are the champions. And neither of them are from England. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know. At this moment. Yes, at this moment. At this moment, it's Barcelona and Barcelona, J.D. <laughs> oh, man. The the Champions League semifinals took place uh, first legs this week. Uh, Ajax heading to new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and beating Spurs 1-0 thanks to uh, Donny James Van de Beek uh, with a goal pretty much unmarked there in the 15th minute. Uh, Ajax all had multiple more chances in that Damn first half. Damn Dawson. Damn it. Beak from the creek. Um, as well as, of course, the other big notable thing from the first half for Tottenham was Toby Alderweireld and Jan Vertonghen colliding uh, head-to-head uh, in the uh, the Ajax penalty area going up for a header. And uh, Vertonghen coming down with what I believe was a concussion. I think most people believe was a concussion, and I think that that's what eventually science will prove was a concussion, even though uh, the the official word is coming out as to maybe not have been that. Um, so we will see what happens with Vertonghen. Of course, that would be a very big blow if he cannot play either this weekend or potentially in the return leg in Amsterdam coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Or, sorry, next week. Um the good news for Tottenham, even though they did lose 1-0, they looked much better in the second half against Ajax. Um, they, they looked much more probing. They looked much more uh, comfortable going forward. They, they looked like the change in shape after having to bring off Vertonghen kind of helped uh, going to more of a strict diamond, uh, bringing on Musa Sissoko, which, you know, that's how our season's going. Musa Sissoko will save us all. Um, but also very importantly for Tottenham, even though they do give up the away goal to Ajax going into the second leg, uh, Youngman's son will be back for the second leg after picking up a suspension in the previous round uh, for yellow card accumulation. Uh, and that is so big for Spurs, um, where the job is, hey, get that away goal, keep Ajax off the board. And if there's anything maybe good for Tottenham, is that Ajax, in this Champions League at least, has performed much better on the road for some reason mm-hmm. than at home. So Tottenham, and even usually, though, usually they hold it till the second leg. So yes. You know, maybe they've already got it out of them. So there you go. So Tottenham still do have a decent chance of advancing on to the uh, Champions League Finals West, but 
uh, it will be an uphill road to climb. And I've, I've also noticed these last couple of years, it always seems like when Tottenham is doing well, they can never be like the darlings. A couple of years ago when, uh, when Leicester won the Premier League and, and Tottenham was fighting for a second, it's like, well, well, Tottenham can't be the darlings because Leicester is even lower than them. And, right. and now Tottenham, hey, you, you could be the team of destiny. But, but, but no, Ajax comes from a lower league. So, of course, they're actually the tournament darlings. So it's just like, can't Tottenham just be the tournament darlings just once? Just once. Um, but I, in, in on more serious terms, uh, do you think Tottenham have a decent chance of coming back when, when they head to the Johan Cruyff Arena next Wednesday? I think they definitely have a chance. Um, having uh, Sonny back is yes. going to just be huge. Um, he's been such a big part for him, and especially since losing Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's their go-to guy. So to be without Son and Harry Kane mm-hmm. in that first leg, and it's not like Tottenham are exactly the healthiest team on earth yeah. right now anyway, other than those two being out. Um, I thought to, to hold Ajax and – to give all credit to Ajax, my God, what a display they put on. Yeah, that I first mean, half was play. really Jesus, well. God, they play some slick mm-hmm. football. Um, to hold them to one goal? Not the worst in the world. I mean, and Ajax yeah. had multiple other chances. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. So, yeah. you know, if I was a Spurs fan, I would at least take heart that you know, we. it's not like we got run out of the building and we know we're getting what at this time is our best player mm-hmm. back. So, so I wouldn't be completely panicking. Yeah, again, have to see what happens with Vertonghen coming up these next couple, uh, this next week here with with his injury suffered in this match. Um, it looks like they're starting to bring in a few able bodies back um, that can that can hopefully lead this line of a mash unit for Tottenham. Uh, and then on the other side, uh, of course, it was it was a a Lionel Messi kind of day for Barcelona, as sometimes it just is. As Barcelona beat Liverpool at the Camp Nou 3-0. Luis Suarez, uh, who I couldn't tell by his celebration, but apparently he used to play for Liverpool. Uh, that was that was interesting. Um, he scored. Apparently I found out now that uh, we're allowed to uh, turn on Suarez now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that Twitter. Twitter was not happy with Suarez. Yeah, it's time to turn on Suarez. Now. Yeah. Damn it. We've, I mean, we stuck up for your ass for like yeah. five years, dude. Yeah. You pull that shit. It's my ass, Suarez. You're dead to me, Pistolera. Well, and that little prick Coutinho trying to pull some shit out there too. He's trying to get in somebody's face. Suarez scores the first goal for for Barcelona in the first half. Uh, Liverpool did have chances, uh, notably James Milner. Uh, I believe Joe Gomez also had a chance, um, but it was Barcelona who would take their chances. Um, Suarez with another shot off the crossbar that Lionel Messi was able to dive into the box for and just tap in to the empty net. Made it 2-0 for Barcelona, and then just a few minutes later, uh, just messy magic. Um, oh, what's his name? Magisterial. Uh, Ray Hudson? Yes, Ray Hudson, who has probably not finished orgasming from uh, Lionel Messi's uh, free kick for the third. Just absolutely inch-perfect nothing Alisson could do for Liverpool to keep that out. Oh, no, no, no. According to Talk Sport, he totally screwed up making his wall. You know, because they know everything. Oh, Talk it wasn't, Sport. It wasn't the fact that fucking Superman pulled out his cape and just no. dropped one of the, no. his 600th Barcelona goal. No. And it was just fucking perfect. No, it can't just be that. It's got to no. be that Liverpool screwed up. No. So. 
The best player in the world can't can't score without someone else fucking up. Best player ever. Yeah. I'll even go with that. That's fine. Uh, you really won't get an argument out of me at this point. Um, Barcelona do finish up three nil. Uh, could have almost been three one as a as a very late goal chance did come for Liverpool. Um, Rakitic with a clear off the line uh, after Salah's shot goes off the post, just begging to be put in. And then uh, Osman Dembele missing another golden opportunity for Barcelona to actually just well and truly kill off the tie in the first leg and make it 4-0. Um, two big near turning points near the end of that match. Um, but West Barcelona do come away with the 3-0 victory. Liverpool, unfortunately, do not get an away goal. But, hey, we, we've said it before we say it again. Crazy things happen on European nights at Anfield. And that's what will be next Tuesday, and that's what they'll need if they want to advance to the final in Madrid. Absolutely. It's a match that Liverpool is going to look back at and rue because, I mean, yeah. you know, let's, let's be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Positivity here. Yes. I will hold out hope until that final whistle. Yes, you will. But... It's not exactly looking good right now for the old boys in red. That said, you know, here's the thing. I think Barcelona, A, deserved to win on the night. Yes. Also think, B, that Liverpool – I also think that, B, they were not 3-0 better than Liverpool on the no, night. No, probably not. Um, Liverpool had three or four really, really top-scoring opportunities. Mm-hmm. The really glaring one that left us all hanging our head was at 3-0 down, getting an away goal be huge, and Salah finds himself with an open net yeah. and – well, it wasn't a totally open mm-hmm. net, but he had no keeper in the way. Right. And it looked like he tried to lift it over, and instead he hits the crossbar. And it just... Oh, God. Uh, Milner had a really good opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mane early had a really good opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ter Stegen to bar a term that uh, <laughs> this hockey-obsessed North yes. Carolina... Shoot me in the face. Uh, <laughs> that hockey likes to use. Ter Stegen stood on his head. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. he had a great match between the sticks. Um, was really, really instrumental in setting up um, their second goal mm-hmm. off of a really quick counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Barcelona were fantastic. And at the end of the day, I love him. You know, I mm-hmm. love him. We have Salah. They still got Messi. <laughs> yes. You know, Messi buried his two opportunities and Salah. I, I think the, the one scary thing is for Liverpool going forward is that – they are they are set up now for their home match mm-hmm. where they are going to have to do things that play sort of into Barcelona's hand. Mm-hmm. Barcelona very much this year has been a counterattacking team. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for Liverpool, they have to come out and score, which they can absolutely do. Yeah. But if they don't, right. they could very quickly find themselves down another goal or two at Anfield. That's that to me is the scary thing. Like if it, it was right. if Barcelona wasn't as good on the counter as they are this year, you'd be like, "Okay, you know, hey, Liverpool gets an early goal, Anfield starts rocking, here we go." Yeah. But and with the way Liverpool's going to have to chase the game, it's going to be really tough. And that's exactly what got away from them late was yeah. trying to chase that equalizer mm-hmm. and they got nailed on the counter. Yeah. Um and also on top of it, you know, at this point, with the away goals, all Barca needs is one, and suddenly yeah. we need five goals on the night. Yep. And uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, 
I mean, we've talked about before. Anfield has some magic to it, especially mm-hmm. on those years. Oh, you got to pay a night to Anfield. What was it? Uh, what, what was the score when you guys were playing Dortmund a couple years ago in the Europa League? We had an away goal was the thing mm-hmm. on okay. that. Um, but I think we ended up winning, was it 4-4 or 4-3? I think mm-hmm. it was 4-4 on aggregate. And, mm-hmm. God, I can't remember. So, it, it can happen. It, it, it may not be looking very likely right now, but it can happen. Um, but that is what Liverpool need is, is one of those magical nights at Anfield um, on a European Tuesday night um, to see if they can go through to the final. If not, it will be Barcelona heading there to meet the winner of Ajax versus Tottenham. Again, those will be playing next week. Liverpool mm-hmm. on the Tuesday, uh, Tottenham on the Wednesday. You know, Ed, I'm, I'm hoping for a super... Super nice double birthday present next yeah. week. Oh, yeah? Because Wednesday will be the old boy's birthday. Yeah. So how about a Liverpool and a Tottenham come from Hey, that's there we all, go. That's all I'm asking for anyone out there. It's not know, asking for much. Jeez, I, don't, I literally don't ask for much. I'm not even going to get much in this. <laughs> uh, all I ask is just for, uh, just for a couple of miracles. So, not, not too much well, to ask for. Hey, they, they, they have some miracles in them. Um, so, again, that Liverpool will be fighting on two fronts these next couple weeks to stay in, in their race for their two trophies. Um, so, that'll do it for our match talk. Uh, we do have a little bit of news and notes uh, just from uh, it being award season. Um, Virgil van Dijk is the PFA Player of the Year. He is the second defender to win the award. Uh, since 1993, so basically the Premier League era, uh, Van Dyke becomes the second defender to win the award. Uh, Ster- Raheem Sterling, Raza, uh, he becomes uh, the Writers Player of the Year, getting 62% of the vote. Uh, but that wasn't his only award. Also uh, won the uh, the Young Player of the Year award. Yeah, we've had this argument with you before, too. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> you, you, of all people, have Nothing to really come back at this one. Which is hilarious, because I always argued when when a Tottenham player could win it. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, Harry Kane was in the running for, like, three straight years. It's like, why? Well, that's the thing. It became like the Harry Kane Awards. Like, this guy's like a five-year veteran. What the hell, man? It doesn't make any sense. I, I, I honest to God, believe, and Sterling even made fun of this, um, and he's right to do so. At this point, they should just change it to a Rookie of the Year sort of award. Like, if you've played less than, coming into this season, if you've played less than 30 matches in a top five league, you can, you are eligible for this award. And if not, no. I, I, I yeah. don't see what's so wrong about that. Yeah, I, th- I think American sports have the advantage here. Rookie of the year. Yes. You know, Why not? You need to be the young player of the year Once. Once. <laughs> And even if you just bring it back to 21. That, that court you know, too. 23. At this point, the way players are turned yes. out now. Yes. By 23, I mean, God, these guys are like, you know, crafty veterans by the time they're 23. Well, I think a lot. Especially someone like a Sterling. Yeah. Who was in Liverpool's first team and playing significantly at like 17. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan Sessegnon, another guy mm-hmm. who's a lot like that. Uh, he could one day be that. And I think he's, yeah. what, 18 right now? Yeah, but, I mean, he's been in the first team for, like, two full years. And, so, it just yeah. it doesn't make any sense why we're still doing the award like this. I, I beg you, knowing that I'm doing the equivalent of just screaming into the void on this because the English FA will not change no matter what we want. So, hey, please change. 
I know you won't, but I really wish you would. It would be pretty swell if you did. But uh, but those were the awards. So uh, it's been an interesting awards season with uh, with Pogba being named to the uh, the players for uh, starting eleven for best eleven. That was a <laughs> interesting. So uh, it's it's been an interesting year for football awards. Yeah, um, very good. I I don't even know that. Sterling winning player of the year as well as Van Dyke also winning a different player of the year which that's also kind of weird um, I don't know that those are two bad options those are probably been the two best players of the year even though I think I would probably vote for Mane over Van Dyke because I think Mane's been more important overall but I, I just my, my thinking is I think Van Dyke makes it so that you can at least secure a point by keeping a clean sheet, but Mane's got to go out and score goals to get you those two extra points. Mm-hmm. And especially with the, them having to, because they aren't, they haven't really been in a position this year where they could get draws and, and stay in this title race. They have had to win and to win, you have to score goals. And I do understand like not, not allowing goals is also a very big part of that. But I think especially with Salah not having, or not, I mean, let me rephrase this coming down to earth a little bit from last year and Firmino as well. Mane seemed like he really picked up a lot of that slack. I think I think if this was like an MVP award, I actually think Mane would be my MVP um, for, for what he did for Liverpool this year. I think Van Dijk and Sterling have both been terrific. I actually think Mane would be my MVP of this. If we were doing an American MVP award... Well, I mean, obviously, you go by goals. So you're yeah. you're an offensive guy. I you love are it. one of those. I'm very offensive. Us football snobs. Excuse me, Smarks, as says someone calling you. Yes, us uh, us football snobs. Um, <laughs> I mean, to me, it's Van Dyke for the simple fact that he is Van. The signing of Van Dyke completely changed the culture of Liverpool. True. And turn them from a team. I mean, yeah, we've always been able to score, mm-hmm. but we've never been able to actually. You know, it's always we always put ourselves in peril because mm-hmm. we would get two goals, and then we we're always get risk to give up two goals. <laughs> that has changed. Okay. This Champions League match today—that's the first time Liverpool's given up more than two in a match this year. And the only, oh my God, I want to say off the top of my head. The only match I can think of anyone scoring two against us was when um, PSG beat us 2-1. That's probably... Yeah, this is just this season. Just this season. Just this season. Yeah, right, just okay. this season. Um, and I might be wrong. There, there seems like there was a Premier League match in there somewhere. Uh, it wasn't City, though. I know that. Let's look. We, we have the technology. We can look real quick. Maybe we gave up two, and maybe it was literally like one of the lower <laughs> league let's teams. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's uh, see. Palace. That's right. Palace four three victory. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Burnley got two, and that's it. Right. I the mean, that's it. You know, and, and then we gave up. Last year we gave up the two, or we gave up the two P- to PSG. PSG yeah. So did you not have a champion? Another group, uh, group stage Champions I League we match. We lost both of them one nil. I, I could. 
I, I mean, once again, we can check that real quick, but yeah. I want to say we bought, lost them both. One yeah. to Napoli and to Red Star. Yeah, mm. Red Star may be this 2 0 action. Uh, let's see. Group stage, group stage. Hello. Think about it. Uh, um, yeah. You, you guys, Group C? Uh, yeah. Group so. C, yeah. Uh, let's see. Liverpool, so yeah, the 2 to PSG, 1 0. Uh, one up uh, two to two to Red yeah, Star. Yeah, I thought we gave two to Red and Star, and then two to PSG yeah, again, two to PSG. and then yeah. beat Napoli one up. And what? Napoli beat one Yep. So I mean, so four teams have because PSG, PSG counts twice. Uh, four different teams have scored multiple goals in a match against Liverpool this season, and right. two of them were Burnley and Palace and Red Star. There you go. Burnley Palace and Red Star. The others, PSG and Barcelona. Fuck. Two of those sound like they should have. Yeah. Yeah. And then three of them are like, what the hell? Three of these things are not like the others. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Uh, ooh, actually, I am. Um, we don't need it right this second, but I'm just going to waltz over here as we head to the Watch 4. I'm just going to plug in my laptop so it doesn't die. Verd. Um, That's an idea. Always yeah. an idea. Oh, it's a good idea. It's an idea. All right. Uh, so as we uh, do, we want to do a watch four, since since um, we're going to be doing a bonus pod. I mean, is there anything else you've been watching, Wes, in the week that was or the week that will be? Um, I'm 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 f- trying to finish out my justified kick. I'm near mm, yes. the end of season five on justified. Oh, all in the justified it is one of my top ten all time shows. Nice. Um. Maybe not so much <clears throat> what I have been watching. Just to throw a few things out, though, because, of course, since I've seen Endgame twice, yes. I have no problem going and reading anything because spoilers don't apply. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, immune now. Yeah, I almost spoiled it on you, and I yeah. really did not mean to. I, I, sent that to, I thought I sent that to someone else. I was like, oh, wait. No, I oh, knew shit. as soon as I got it, I was like, yeah. he didn't mean to. Which is great because you were also kind of wrong. In what you called it, so... Yeah. Uh, I got unspoiled because of it. Good, good. Well, excuse me. Plus, um, you didn't even give me the worst spoiler. We'll get to that later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, let me get it up. I I actually had something saved. Upcoming Marvel things. Now, we know some of the movies, and we can talk Mm -hmm. about some of the movies in our uh, other one, but something I'm interested in is Disney+. Plus. Yes. Which, why I, that does not sound oh, cool at all, because, you know, when you initially think about it, you're like, Disney, oh my god, how many times I had to watch the fucking um, Little Mermaid? Yeah. Because I will have to watch it a lot. Just sorry. Um, yes, I have a seven-year-old now. Now seven-year-old. Yeah. So. Um, but, not only is it going to be all the sweet Disney princess movies that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Love secretly. Oh, I- it is now going to be the entire Marvel collection. And they're going to have original... I know. Programming with like the actual movie stars, and I hear there's going to be a uh, Falcon, um, yeah. White Wolf slash Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and it might be Captain America now. Oh my god, I don't know, but I just lost it because Sebastian Stan and oh my Jesus. I lost Sebastian Stan. He's great. And when I was when I game, I lost my shit. Anyway, <laughs> that's your spoiler for the um, But yeah, that Mar- that di- and I called it the Marvel service, which it basically will be for us. Uh, the Disney Plus service, I think, is going to be like eight bucks a month or something and it's gonna be every marvel property like holy did you hear about that by the way that's so that's that's why i'm like do we still need netflix i don't think we do anymore (laughs) like we'll we'll have hulu and we'll have that and we just happen to have amazon prime video because we're prime people but i don't know i think it's kind of like um 
So we're prime we're people. Prime. We are prime. I'm prime myself. That's where I've been watching Justified. Hey, there you go. Um, I think there's kind of like a, a grand slam of things mm. that you need if you're <laughs> if you're cutting the cord. Yes. With Disney Plus, you go the grand slam now. Mm-hmm. You go Netflix, Hulu, uh, and Prime, that. and Disney Plus there because that pretty much has you covered. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like me and you have the Cody app on a fire stick, <laughs> what the hell do you really need anything? Exactly. Yeah, for me, I might just not need anything but that damn Cody app, but it, you know, hey, they're man. always taking and shit and off. if you're a there, T-Mobile so. subscriber, hey, you also have access to MLB.TV, so that's pretty great. You get baseball. Yeah. Anyway, um, also on the watch for, uh, I will, what, what, I feel like there's something we've been watching and I can't exactly remember what it is. Um... Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's been great lately, by the way. I See, I've missed Nine-Nine lately mm. just due to work and everything, so I've got about three episodes, I think, to catch Oh, up boy, on. oh, boy, you you have some fun ones. Um, this last one especially, oh, it's, it's so good. If you ever wanted to see what uh, goes on during lunchtime for uh, Hitchcock and, uh, and Scully, Oh Jesus! I do want to know all of that. It's it's good it's good stuff. That was was and then uh, oh um, uh, what what did Kevin call Holt that he's more than a hot piece of ass? Is that what he said? Oh Jesus! You know what you know which episode I'm talking about, right? Uh yeah, I don't remember. The last episode I saw had Holt raving about Kevin's rice oh oh no no this is this is they go to uh they have to uh, holt and and jake have to go to kevin's college to solve a crime oh that's beautiful and they get to go into the world of academia and and where where holt is is just a hot piece of ass anyway you will watch uh so that is the watch four um from there wes do do we do we have any so rawness no, I have no fucking clue what's going on hey, right now. <laughs> that's fine because hey, their their viewership's dropping anyway, so it's only a matter of time. Just kidding, it's not. Well, I, I think right now, I literally think it's almost like a build up to let's just get to the new SmackDown on Fox. Yeah, because there has been a lot of shuffling lately, and yeah. I think they're trying to get lined up straight for that so they can put a really good product out for that. So I'm really hoping the fact that they're going to go to network TV is mm-hmm. going to be maybe that kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. That hey, we need to. You can't say ass on Fox. But it's Fox. I I mean, they gave us married with children in The Simpsons. You know what's funny? Uh, Now that now I'm thinking, since we were just talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine, that was one thing that uh, some of them have talked about moving from Fox to NBC. They can actually swear more on NBC as long as they bleep it. Like they, they're it's okay on NBC if you want to say fucking shit. As long as you believe. As long as you bleep it. But see, they're down with that. Because FX is I know, like, I know. I mean, FX is basically like, you know, the little brother of HBO at this point. Yeah. I mean, my God, Sons of Anarchy. Sons Wait, of is, Anarchy. Is SmackDown going to be on Fox or FX? SmackDown's going to be on Fox. It's going to be okay. an actual network. Okay. I'm just saying, it's just kind of okay. crazy. It's oh, yeah. Well, and Fox was like the bad boys when they, you know, with The Simpsons. And, and, exactly. And Mary, and as you said, Mary with Children. Yeah. yeah. And all the trashy, horrible reality yeah. shows. Yeah. Oh, Temptation Island. Oh, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> um, so that's going to... the district attorney. Oh, what show is... That was the OC, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was some show that literally played oh, one episode. God, because I, I know exactly what you're saying. I can see the girl in my face. She's I can see the guy who screams that line. Yes. 
Um, it's, it's like Ron Silver or something yeah. like that. I can't remember what show it was, but I remember I thought it was it. the OC. No, no, because the OC went forever. This show literally lasted one episode. Oh, God. Okay, we're looking this up. And while I look it up, uh, we want to remind you guys that uh, this podcast, as, as we come to the end of it, uh, is brought to you by NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. Uh, we never stop, as well as uh, Alicia's Pillows and Things. They, I can't type and say this at the same time. Uh, you can say you can see them on the social media, uh, as well as us as a collective. We are at AFA Pod. Wes, you are. I'm at Wes Bradshaw twenty one. I am at Edward Green. Uh, her father's the district attorney. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think this is the line. Let's see. Sorry, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that in between. Um, so that is that is our Twitter handles uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we're also go by our parent show, the all new sports show and follow on all our episodes on, uh, YouTube as well. Um, thanks to all our podcast providers including podbean.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the tune radio app, Google play music, and the iTunes music store. So once again, that'll do it for this week. Um, for this episode this week, we have another episode coming out later, which will be bonus content. It'll be coming out later this week of our thoughts on Endgame because we have thoughts. A lot of thoughts. Thoughts Thoughts for your thoughts. Um, So it'll be very fantastic. Do also have a listen to that. But for now, we will bid you adieu uh, until next week's uh, official pod when we, which we'll be doing live. Doing next week or not live Um, with you here, but uh, yeah, I mean, computer to computer. Yes, computer to computer. There will be no Anfield Corner next week, basically. Right. So uh, we'll be talking about the latest goings on the Premier League and recapping what happens in leg two of the Champions League. And if we feel like it, we'll throw a bone to the Europa League semifinals as well. But until then, for my Colin Crime, Wes Bradshaw, I am Edward Green. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Foreign Affair Podcast. Until next time, stay safe and enjoy the football. Good night, Liverpool. Just... Hold it together, guys. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. I swear. I love you. I just want to throw in one more thing. Happy birthday to my princess, baby. She's seven today. There it is. Took her school this morning. She had a cupcake at 7 a.m. And I don't feel bad about that at all. No, it's not your problem at that point. I'm a decent parent. It's the teacher's problem at that point. Sorry, elementary school teachers. (laughs) Oh, sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. 
NGSC Sports. We never stop.